Have you ever thought much about commercials and which one's your favorite? I know that's really random. <laughs> that's not what I expected you to say. Um, I gotta think about that one. Um, yeah. Do you have like a like maybe like a, a drink that has a pretty badass commercial or like a snack food that has a badass commercial? Because I got two: one for a um, drink and then one for a food or snack item. So I don't have cable anymore, so that's why... I guess, yeah, you're spoiled with uh, not a lot of commercials. Yeah, I don't have cable, I just have Netflix and like, Hulu. So I Hulu's don't really... got commercials, though. Yeah, but they're not good ones. Well, before we dive too deep into this, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weird, Wild, and Wonderful Podcast. We're your hosts, I'm Seth. And I'm Deborah. Glad to have you with us. Yeah. So do you want to hear what I want to say? Yeah. So I was talking today with a couple people and the Doritos commercials, like Super Bowl era Doritos commercials are awesome. Yeah. They're hilarious. <laughs> Have you ever seen the commercial where the guy's playing with it and each in the, the woman's getting, this is my favorite Doritos commercial. Probably cause I don't remember a lot of them, but the lady's getting like an ultrasound. She's like pregnant. She has a baby. I know exactly which one you're Dude's moving about. the chip in his hand, and the baby's, like, reaching for the chip. And he moves it up, moves it down, and then he just, not thinking, throws it, and the baby just, goes like, right out goes of right out of the woman's womb. Yeah. Wild concept for a commercial. <laughs> I want to know who on the marketing team came up with that, and the advertising team was like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to make it where a baby flies out of a woman's womb. Like, come on. Who thinks of that? <laughs> it's creative. I think it's a darn good commercial. It just flew out of the cooch. Right. Oh, what a <laughs> word. What a word. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Honestly, I, I honestly have nothing to say to that. Darn. I thought you'd have some cool input. I... Do you remember? Now, I wish I had question. some preparation because I'm not good at remembering. Now this is another question. Kind of what about the Fanta commercial for Fanta sodas? Fanta, Fanta, don't you wanna Fanta, Fanta? Don't you remember this? No. What? Great commercial. You're gonna have to watch that on YouTube. Hell of a commercial. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great jingle. Again, another guy in the marketing room said, "You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna have people dancing and we're gonna sing Fanta, Fanta, don't you wanna Fanta, Fanta." And then I wanted a Fanta every single time. Did you ever drink the odd... you ever drink a Fanta? Maybe. You're not a big soda gal, but no. have you ever drank a Fanta in your life? I might have. Like an orange soda? Yeah. Have you ever drank a Sunkist? Like the very generic Fanta, basically? I don't know. Ugh, Deb, these are great. I don't drink soda. I know. That's true. <laughs> You're like... Did you drink the generic one or the non-generic? Well, I want to know. Is anybody out there? I don't there... drink soda in general. Why what, I... what are people's thoughts on the off-brand Fantas? I don't even know what they are off the top of my head. I just know the non-orange Fantas. What are people's thoughts? Then the second thing is th- three other sodas. Thought on the Sunkist, which is like a very generic orange soda. Thought on Fresca. My gram used to have like three ounce cans of Fresca, and I used to think they were God's gift to Earth. 
I don't know why. I think maybe because I just didn't have a lot of soda in my house growing up as a kid. But like frescas were, were the shit. And Mountain Dew Code Red. I never really liked it. I liked regular Mountain Dew when I was a kid, though, from time to time. I don't know what it got me on this kick, but I was talking about it today. I was yeah. talking about it today with, like, a patient, too. Yeah. We're talking about just random things, just trying to keep their spirits up. You should enlighten me with some other ones that you remember from, like, the Super Bowl commercials. Oh, man. See, the Super Bowl commercials, when they used to advertise a lot for, like, beer... And I wasn't even of drinking age yet, but, like, beer commercials oh, were pretty yeah. cool. Like, the Budweiser horses. Yes. The big-ass Clydesdales. Yeah, they're cool. Like, those kind of horses are pretty beautiful. The Budweiser you ever, does You ever see a Clydesdale horse in person? Mm-mm. They're massive. Yeah. You remember the horses we saw at the Bloomsburg Fair? Yeah. They are like, I don't know what they were. Were they Huge. stallions? No, they weren't stallions. They are bigger. No, I don't know. I think some of them were. I think one of them was a Clydesdale, actually. No, I don't think any, because I was think I was really looking for one. They were huge. They're like 1,700 pound horses there. I mean, they were massive horses. Yeah. Their faces were bigger than my whole torso. Not, that's not saying much. They've got a short <laughs> torso. But yeah, no, that's the, I mean, those are the others. Pepsi always has like decent commercials. I don't know. And I think it's so cliche to be like, oh, the Super Bowl commercials are the best. But like, that's when people play. Like, that's when, like, companies seem to go all out. And then some of them stick. You see them for, like, months to come. And some of them just, like, you never see them again. Yeah. It's like, did it just lose the cut? I don't know. I mean, they're expensive. Um, I can, like, sort of relate. Well, not relate. But I guess I can chime in on, like, everyday commercials. Which one are the ones that sort of stick out? Like, which ones? Like, the... Oh, with the lizard. Oh, the Geico commercials? The Geico! <laughs> with the lizard, yeah, come on. No, the Geico commercials are classics. Progressive commercials are annoying Progressive, nowadays. yeah. They're annoying. But dude, did you ever look up to see how much money, like, Flo makes? Like a million plus a year. Oh. For just being the spoke, basically like the lead spokesperson for Progressive. Oh, wow. You know the guy in Allstate? Mayhem? The Allstate commercials? Yes. The guy who plays, like, the Mayhem, he makes, like, a couple million dollars a year. Oh, wow. They're, like, just staples for these companies. <laughs> That's a gig. I will say commercials, like, being in commercials, I've kind of um, listening to, oops, uh, Julio and Francis have both been in commercials, and they, like, kind of dive into, like, the ways you get paid, and, like, if it keeps running, you keep getting, like, checks in the mail, and, like, depending on, like, what, if you're, like... If your face is shown on camera, like, you get even more money. If you have, like, a one word, like, a word that's not even relevant to commercial, or your or your face, you happen to get enough percentage of your body on camera, like, it'd be, like, a half your head, like, you get more money because it, you become, like, a principal or something like that. It's wild. Oh. I don't know, but, I mean, I want to get into commercial gigs nowadays. You know what I think be, I got a good voice for it. You know what would be lit? But... <laughs> Being the person talking so fast on, like, drug commercials. Oh, that'd be cool. If you get one word in and you make money, could you imagine how many, how much well, money I don't think I don't, I don't think you get, like, money per word. They just were talking about, like, ways <laughs> to, like, I think Julio said, like, oh, I put a hand in in, like, my face because I was trying to get, like, myself in the camera view or something. I don't know. But, oh, yeah, those, those people in the drug commercials, yeah, they're kind of funny. 
They speak so fast. And then it's funny, like, seeing those drugs in the hospital. Yeah. You're like, oh. I, like, I don't I don't really pay attention to enough on commercial. I don't see that many. Well, you just said you don't have cable, so you're not seeing a lot of them because you don't have cable. If anything, I see a Claritin commercial. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, give that once in a while. Yeah. I learned recently about Ozempic a little bit more. It's a diabetes drug. Oh. But people are using it for, like, weight loss, too. Mm. So now it's, like, people who need it for diabetes can't get it because all these people are trying to buy it for weight loss. Oh. Yeah. Craziness. Hmm. Interesting. Well, we'll move on from commercials since your non-cable TV, non-soda drinking ass doesn't know. I know. I can't really contribute to either of them. (sighs) No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. I was just a random thought I had in my head. I was thinking about just, like different commercials i just think marketing and advertising is so fascinating sometimes and it might just be because it's different than what we do i'm just like oh man but you think about it like i think all the time about like simple ideas that some look at some people look at as like a genius idea and these people are making like buku bucks off of it It it's like a simple idea it's great i mean it's awesome it's just creativity and motion how do we make that kind of money then i don't know i mean (laughs) money's not everything Happiness is everything. But some money can lead to happiness. I guess. It's all relative. Not all the time. It's all but relative. Some money can. It is what you make of it. <laughs> but I mean it's relative, you know what I mean? Money's every part of it is is all an argument of relativity. Yeah. So we're recording somewhere new in the house today. Not that it's probably gonna make a whole lot of difference in the background yeah, noise. I probably hear more traffic because uh, we're closer true. to the road. Closer to the road in the front room. It was really quiet there but for a second and I was like, oh this might be we good. We got some arts and crafts going on on our main table that we record on, so we had to jump ship, come to a different room. Kinda sitting more relaxed though. The living room. Yeah. It's nice sitting like not upright in the chair and just kind of chilling and talking. Feels yeah. More, feels more natural because we do a lot of talking in the front room. But I was going to say, how long do you think until Ollie comes and tries to like wreak havoc? <laughs> well, he was up here pre- Oh, yeah, there, there he is. is. Yep. I was going to say the first couple of minutes. His head yeah, little uh, popped up over headway. the- We're making headway. Yep. Hi. Hi, Beanie. Don't mess with it. <laughs> what I should talk about is what kind of nicknames do you- Call your pets. There he is. If you I hear feel the like heavy I... foot, it's the cat, and we apologize. I feel like I call him by his nickname more than his real name. I feel like that's nicknames. that's common. That's common. Now, like, our dog's name, Mocha, she gets called Moki a lot. Moki. Yeah. We just put an I instead of the A. <laughs> I don't know if you want to call that. I, I'd call that a nickname. Yeah, it's a nickname. My old dog's name was Fiddle. We didn't really de- deviate. That's not a Fiddy? No. Fids. <laughs> the Fidster? No, we didn't deviate from Fiddle too often. Fiddy. Yeah, we didn't do that. We, But, so, both of my dogs don't really... I think we had a goldfish. We named it Goldie. We're clever. Oh, wow. That's not clever at all. So, yeah, Ollie goes by Ollie, Bean, Beanie, Bub, Bubby. I like to call him Bubby. I swear to God, if he bites my toes, I'm going to lose it. It's a big foot fetish cat. Do we call him anything else? No, I don't think so. Bubby. <laughs> He's a big 
foot fetish. I call him Beanie a lot. And yeah. people are like, why do you call him that? I'm like, because his toes. little bean toes. Because <laughs> of his little bean toes. But, well, Deb, what did you learn this week? Oh, what did I learn this week? Well, I guess I have come to the conclusion, because um, I've been, like, thinking a lot about, like, my past and just, like, past um, situations and just relooking my life in general <laughs> and and I realized that I was a hundred percent like the mom out of the group of friends that I had from like preschool to now <laughs> nothing wrong with being the mom of the group I always was the one it's needed that had everything that someone would want And, like, I would have hair ties, a band-aid, um, a tampon in certain circumstances. <laughs> Especially, like, when we were at that bar. We were yeah. at the bar with my friends, and this just rando girl came up. And oh, I remember that. Yeah, you She's like, do, you got, do any of you have a tampon I could use? And everyone's like, no, no. And I go, I do. <laughs> what do you want? Regular super, super plus. All right. <laughs> no. I gave her options. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I feel like the mom of the group's necessary, though. Keep people in line. Not even, no, that's wrong. Not even keep people in line. You're just, like, looking out for others' interests. You know, because you know that, you know, you only want to participate to a certain level if, you know. I feel like it was also just my anxiety of just needing to be prepared for any certain moment. Yeah, I wouldn't call that anxiety. I'd call that preparedness. It's important to be, you're, it's good to be prepared. I definitely was the one that was always prepared then. Yeah, that's a good thing. So you learned you're the mom of the group. Yes. That's good. Just from my reflection of my entire life recently. Oh, let me tell you what I learned as I'm staring into the cat's beehole. Um, I know, he's being... He is having a heck of a time with us in here. He is not a fan. We are in his domain. So, do you know what the difference between a million and a billion is? Um, I Can... know it's a drastic difference. Massive difference. Massive. Do you, but like, put it how, in how perspective. Many, okay, so how many seconds is a mil? I know a million seconds is a million seconds, but how long does that take up? Like in days, weeks, years, oh months, gosh. whatever. I don't know. How long is a million seconds? Guess. Probably like maybe a day to three days? No. Oh. There's like, there's like 86,000 seconds in a day. Oh, okay. I mean, it's like, uh, yeah, it's something like that. It's about 86 or 87,000 seconds in a day. Oh God. So a million seconds is 11 days. Okay. But how, how long is a billion seconds? Um, probably like a year or so. 
31 years. 31 years. Isn't that insane? A million seconds is 11 days. A billion seconds is 31 years. So think about that when you're talking to somebody who's a millionaire to a billionaire. One million to one billion. That is a near like 30 times difference. That's insane. That is crazy. You think about that? Who's the bill? Who's who's a billionaire? You know, a billionaire Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, those guys. Yeah. But 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 what I'm saying is, like, to quantify, it's the best way to quantify the difference between a million and a billion. I heard it recently. I've, I've heard it probably a handful of times, a handful of other times. But uh, David and I have talked about this a lot. We used to when we were brewing beer, we used to like joke about like, okay, well, what could uh, again, Amazon finder Jeff Bezos. Yeah. What what could Bezos... How much, how much money... Like, would he be able to spend his fortune in his lifetime? And, it, like, the, the answer is really no. Like, he could spend a million... We figured out he could spend, like, a million dollars a day. And it would take him some something like 434 ye- years to spend his fortune. If wow. he If he stopped making money. That's if he stopped making money. Like, that day. Like it's just it's just amazing the magnification of a million to a billion. I know I keep saying that, but it it blew my mind like when I started to really think about it. And like when you quantify it in days to years, it it is unfathomable. That is such a big. I knew it was. It just like kind of like shows it... you that like you you. I mean, I guess it's great to have a billion dollars but like you don't need a billion dollars and then i heard something recently too that like when you reach 26 million the rest of it doesn't matter and and i I need to look into that further i need to understand i wanted to like philosophically understand that a little further you know what i mean and and this is all this is all like stuff that of course i'm not even experiencing (laughs) you know i don't have that kind of that kind of inflow but like it's just interesting to hear about I think. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But. Well, that's what I learned this week, and I think it's fascinating to share for those of you out there who don't know the difference, but it's pretty, it's pretty big. It's pretty I, Yeah, that is. It and is. you can think about it in a lot of, you can think about it in a lot of different ways. I think that's what I'm getting at. You can think about it in money. You can think about it in time. Yeah. You know? And really think about it in time makes you realize, like, wow, that's a lot. <laughs> but, well, here's here's another thing I want to chat about. New Year's resolutions. Yes. We okay. talked earlier, we talked last episode about, like, you know, Christmas is coming up. And, you know, before, when we release our Christmas episode, we'll do pretty much all things Christmas. We'll talk about Christmas movies. So stay tuned for next week, too, because we're going to talk about Christmas movies, we'll talk about Christmas foods and traditions, the different traditions between what you do, what we do, in my family, and just, like, you know, incorporating, like, work into it, you know, balancing Mm -hmm. work in the holidays, and kind of, we talked about growing up through the holidays and, like, them changing, but, you know, we'll do all things Christmas for next episode. But New Year's resolutions—that's the—that's the holiday afterwards. 
So, I do want to put it out there that during Thanksgiving, because we worked on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, we hooked one of the girls' mom's mom had a, like, Peacock account, and... Somehow she called she called her mom and she's like, We need your passwords and stuff. We wanna watch the Macy's Thanksgiving parade. So we literally put oh, it geez. up on one of the computers. That's awesome. In like the little pods at our work. Did they and show it on YouTube too? No, so we couldn't find like the actual like thing hmm. on YouTube. It was just like randos like standing on the side with like live video oh, in geez. the parade. That's weird. So, um, Sarah, she's like, we gotta watch the real thing. That's all I care about is the good parts. They show the good parts. <laughs> so we we got that up and we were watching that. And then we continued to watch the dog show that was after it. Oh, the national dog show? Oh my gosh, Did I a French it. bulldog win this year? Yes. Ugh. I loved the dog show. I love it. I love. I had a fourth grade teacher who used to regularly show dogs. So did my librarian. My librarian what? through high school, her dogs, I think, won some major competitions several different times. And my fourth grade teacher, she, yeah. My librarian owned horses. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. But my fourth grade teacher, they like, her and her husband religiously showed dogs. Like, big time showings. Like, she was in, yeah. she had participated in the national dog show. Oh, wow. I think multiple times. I don't think she ever won, like, how... best in show or anything like that, but her dogs have won several, like, individual awards and have won major competitions, like, best in show for other major I wonder, like the Westminster I was board. asking, I was talking to Sarah about this that day. I was like, how do they get to the national dog show? I like, feel like it's similar they, to like qualifying for like the big big marathons. You have to or win like a couple pageants. You have to win, win smaller couple, pageants yeah. to get to the bigger ones, then you win the bigger ones, and then you go to the big honcho one. Yeah. I wonder if that's how that is. I'd assume it is. Like do they have county ones? If you win the county, you go to the state. I or feel like when the states then you go to the national. I mean, I I guess like maybe there's a trajectory like that i would assume it's kind of similar to like i know you might not know much about the marathon world but like the boston marathon is like the big deal yeah. in the united states but like you can run like the philly marathon to qualify for the boston you oh, can run okay. like the uh and you have to qualify for like the new york marathon but you can run like the pittsburgh marathon to qualify for like new york and boston and like all these different ones and like the boston so i think it's similar to that right like i think you could Maybe there's like five or six select bigger dog shows, you know, with the national one being like the big cheese. Yeah. And like if you participate and show up to a certain standard at these dog shows, they might invite you. Mm. You know, I'm sure it's invitation only. Would you think so? I don't think it's invitation. I feel like you'd have to win something. I, don't know. I feel like there's still a lot of dogs in it. So I feel like it's like it's hard to get into, but like obta- obtainable. Yeah. Because they show, like, all different breeds, right? Every single one. But, like, several of the same breed, too? For the non-best-in-show? No, it's one of each. One of each breed. One of each breed. Hmm. Did they show a greyhound? Yes. Oh, greyhounds are gorgeous. I'm pretty sure they did, That was Fiddle. Fiddle was a greyhound. He's a sweetie. Yeah. 
if they're yeah they're a pure purebred mm-hmm. breed they're yeah purebred. yeah I'm just glad a poodle doesn't win every year <laughs> dude the poodle that I saw on that one it had like spheres as its as Hair? its butt cheeks. Really? Yeah, it had spheres Weird. for its butt cheeks. Like, of hair? Yes. Ugh. Like, it was perfectly Groomed. circular. Yeah. They groomed those pretty hard. Big circular spheres for its booty. Yeah. And I was like, look at that. And then we You're were just, just laughing at it. checking that ass out. <laughs> we were just like, look at that thing. Poodles are always, like, kind of... It's high, like, hair, like, flowing in the wind on his head. Poodles are kind of, like, always dolled up really funky, I think. Yeah. I feel like it's just easy to maybe, like, form their hair. Like, it's kind of like a shrub. They look like a shrub. You cut them up like a shrub. Kind of like... They're skinny. They're, like... Kind of like hedging. You take, like, hedge trimmers to them and, like, fix them up. Snip, snip. So you like the dog shit. What was your favorite dog in the show? Was it the French Bulldog? No, I like the the Cocker Spaniels. Yeah, you do love Cocker Spaniels. Um, and I love the the Retriever, like the Golden Retriever. Oh, such gorgeous dogs. And like the Labs. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, those are my favorite. I wish one of those would have won. Yeah. I was told, though, listen to this. Listen. I was told that to have a show dog, it, I'm pretty sure, has to be purebred, and it cannot be um, fixed. Really? It cannot be fixed, male hmm. or female. Wonder why. Because they want to breed the winners. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah. That would make sense. They want to breed the winners. Kind of like horses. It's yeah. kind of like the horses that win, like, the big races, like the Kentucky Derby. And yeah. The, you know? Yeah, they, like, want to breed the heck out of the yeah. horses that do well in those races so they can make more to make more money. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Kind of sad if you think about it. And also, I looked up, because I was all curious, because they're like, what do they judge them on? Literally everything texture of their hair they're muscular they're build they're symmetrical even for dalmatians they're looking for symmetrical spots on the face and the body the dog has no say in that i know but that's what they look for they look for eye shape eye color literally everything how they stand how they walk how they run how they behave Wow. Poor dogs have it tough. <laughs> dogs are just out here trying Especially to in the be showing themselves. business. Dogs out here just trying to be themselves. Now we're judging them? Ridiculous. <laughs> On the texture of their spot, the symmetrical of their spots for a Dalmatian. Dalmatians are pretty. They're kind of like tough dogs. Have you ever really been around a Dalmatian? Oh, we had a neighbor, our the senior, old, senior yeah. of college, who had a Dalmatian. And first off, the people were weird they were weird but the yeah the the owner she was kind of an ass but um the dog itself was like temperamental like very temperamental 
the one kind of like a German Shepherd, like would just like lose its mind out of nowhere. And, yeah, well, you can train a Shepherd. I'm not doubting that. But we've had in college, I had bad experiences with a Dalmatian, and bad experiences with like two German Shepherds. So, the one Dalmatian that I had known was They're that snippy. it was snippy. Yeah. Yes, and also High energy too. my my dad's cousin's kid daughter she actually got attacked by a dalmatian yeah and it bit like her face they're and, like bit her lip strong and stuff. as hell and like she had to get stitches and stuff so a dalmatian to be honest is not on the list of dogs that i want no no certainly not <laughs> they're, they're beautiful gorgeous. dogs gorgeous but dogs but their man, temperament i don't that, i've just had bad experiences with them that like quick that quick experience. like attack that they have because I watched our neighbor's Dalmatian attack one of our friend's dogs. They're like, is your dog friendly? And she's like, yeah. And their dog attacked him. And then the owner goes, I thought you said your dog was friendly. And she goes, your dog just attacked mine. Like, that's how weird the owner yeah. was. But, yeah. I don't like that about them. They're fast. You have to walk them a lot. Yeah. Like, they have high energy, kind of like uh, Golden Doodles and Shepherds and just, like, dogs yeah. that need to be outside and worked and moved around. But, well, enough, enough about dog shows. Yeah. So, resolutions, New Year's resolutions. Do you make one every year? No, because I never keep it. Yeah. I think that's the hardest part. I'm that person. Yeah. Well, I think New Year's resolutions have become interesting and funny. I think, like... Adjusting Does to a lifestyle. Does anyone ever even make them anymore? Yeah. I feel like people just give up and be like, ah, I'm not going to follow that. No, I think people <laughs> do it. I think if you do it honestly and earnestly, I feel like you've got a good shot. I think I think it's more important maybe to start the habits before the new year. And I thought about this recently. Instead of making a new year's resolution, why don't every time around your birthday you make a resolution? Like for, you know. I just turned 26. Why not in this year I attempt to do X, Y, Z, right? For example, I put down on my goal sheet, read three books despite being in school. Like I want to read three books on the side. You have a goal sheet? Yeah, I write down goals. I like keep notes in the phone and just like write down goals from time to time on my to-do lists. You know, what are my goals currently? I don't have that. Maybe yeah. I should. It helps. And I think I think the thing is like I feel I would feel bad if I didn't do them then. I think like, certain goals oh, certain Damn, goals, I failed. No, no, no. No, that's <laughs> what I was getting at. It's like certain goals you can call goals, right? Because it's something to obtain to achieve. Other things you can call, you know, opportunities, yeah. messages of hope, looking for something in the future like that's a hopeful thing. Like a goal of mine to hike the Grand Canyon, right? That I did a couple years ago. That was hope more than it was a goal. Yeah. Like, that gave me hope. And that gave me something to be passionate towards. Yeah. You know, yes, it's a goal, but, like, then I don't know. Then I don't think about ever failing it. It's hope. No matter what I do to get there, I've worked hard to get there. And if I don't succeed, I still, it gave me hope. Mm -hmm. I think that's, like, something I've taught myself that was really important. But yeah, so like for year 26, you know, read three books on the side. Take an ice bath twice a week. Like some, you know, mm-hmm. simple stuff like that. 
attainable things that can be done over and over again regularly. I feel yeah. like that's that's achievable. And if people want to do that as New Year's resolution, that's great. I don't know if I ever really made like full out New Year's resolutions. I think I've tried, said them, done them, or said I'm going to start now. I think it's more realistic to start before. Like start in December. Yeah. Work your way up. One, if you're starting doing the gym in December, then you can be like, oh, look at all these people come in the first two weeks of January. It's like, yeah. And, and that's I'm what, still here. Right. Like, I already started. I'm here. I'm doing this. I don't have to worry about the anxiety of just being there for that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I just think about resolutions and stuff. And I think, to me, the better way to do it would be, like, if your birthday's in March, right? So in March, you start saying, okay, my birthday just passed. I can reflect on last year, but what do I want to do this year, in this coming year? What do I want to do for me, for others, for my friends, for my family, for, you know. Yeah, I guess it makes it more, like, personal as well. Yeah, and it still gives you a it year. It doesn't seem as universal and, like. It's it's you. It's you. It's on you. You're not doing it amongst others with everyone else. You, yeah. You are unique. It's your birthday. And, like, you should. Like, what do you want to do? You know, mm-hmm. in that coming year before you turn the next stage. Because time's invaluable. You can never get it back. Yeah. And I think doing it around, you know, your birthday is cool. So that's what I did this year. Really? Yeah. I'm already almost done with one book. I got a couple left. That's the other thing, too. I've been, like, weirdly Well, adjust- you read you read that two books this year. No, no, no. Since 26. Since turning twenty six. Oh, I was gonna say you read you read books. Yeah, I read a co- I've year. read a few. Yep. Yeah. yeah, but I want to read three this in this next year. Okay. That's 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 just one of the handful of. Yeah. You know things I set out to want to do mm-hmm. in this next year. You know, a couple other things and figure it out as we go. Add some things to the list. Maybe take a couple things off. I think that's the thing. You got to be willing to advise your li- or revise your list. Yeah. But that's the thing I'm also adjusting to is like not being in classes right now and having like, I'm so thankful because I can get back to work and be at work and I'm loving it. Like I just, I just like being busy. So Mm -hmm. like keeping my mind busy and testing my skills is going to work. Yeah. You know, whether I like being at my job or I love being at my job, but whether like I'm having a good day or bad day, even on like the worst days, like, I'd rather be at work than sitting with an idle mind just putzing. Yeah. Like, just putzing is fine, but... Um, I have to make an announcement that Seth and I have carpooled to work for the first time ever. Yeah. <laughs> for all the work, work friends listening, we finally carpooled. It was nice. Yeah, because there's such a fear for those of you listening that are in healthcare. You know this. If you're not in healthcare, like there's just such a fear with both of us that like, if one of us gets mandated, it's just like the other one sits screwed for four hours. Like wait, either four and a half to five hours, depending on when you get report. When you get report, when you get off, all that, and then like the problem is like we live, you know, forty five minutes, fifty minutes away, so from work, so you. You, you can't go home and then turn around and come pick them up. Like, that's just, you're going to be in and out of the car then for two and a half hours of the four and a half hours that that person's going to be there. You don't want to just sit and sleep in the car. Like, it's yeah. doable, but it's just like, 
you know, when you're done with work, you want to be home. And then the other thing somebody once said to me, I don't know if I ever told you this, is like, well, if one of you gets mandated, why doesn't the other one just pick up the extra four hours? That's a good point. But what if there's no time to be picked up? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if the unit... What if the <laughs> Not u- my unit, but... Yeah, no, but no, no. But even on your unit, what if they had enough nurses on a night? What are they going to do with you for four hours? You know? I'm sure they'll find a way to use it use us but like yeah so that's always an option too we could always go but like know that if somebody gets stuck there then both of us are getting stuck there and we might yeah might as well work and make the money for the hours yeah if i had a terrible assignment though absolutely not i'd rather just go sit in the car yeah i don't think i don't i still don't think we should. if i had a trash assignment i would not stay i don't think we should carpool every no, no, no. Every um, time, but only no. if we, only if we really know that one of us, that we're probably not going to get mandated, like today. I just got to pick up overtime, so yeah. I got to move my date forward in the book. Yeah. To so, for non nurses, if if they need like someone a nurse at the end of the shift, um, and they're down one nurse and just need one to stay, they will p- look into the books to see who had the, um, farthest back overtime date. And that's who gets mandated first. So say if someone picked up overtime, like, two weeks ago, then a week, and then two days ago, the two-week person is 100% getting mandated first. Yeah. So... That is why you should pick up overtime <laughs> every so often <laughs> to move your date. Gotta get, gotta get that name in the book. <laughs> gotta get the name in the book so you don't gotta stay for a 16-hour shift. Yeah. What do you say we Oh, I was there? gonna ask you something else. What? Go ahead. Shoot. What's your favorite board game? Oh, I feel like or should... like game in general, like cards or all that kind of stuff. Man, that's a tough question. I know. Why don't we save it for next week? We can. We run that right away next week. Yeah. Favorite board game and favorite card game. Board game, card game. We should do Wii game. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> As down. well. So, that being said, <laughs> if we're going to wait till next week, that means everybody listening to this, throw us in some submissions, let us know what your favorite board game or card game is, or Wii game, and we'll share them on the air. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, we'd love to share some people's answers. So, what is your favorite board game, or card game, or... Wii game. You can give us one, you can give us two, you can give us all three. But we'll share them on the next episode, on our Christmas episode. Woo! Christmas right around the corner. That sort of fits in. It does. It's kind of exciting because you could get a card game or a board game for Christmas. I I think I know one of my answers, but I'm not going to share. Okay. We'll wait till next week. Okie dokie. What do you think? Yeah. Well... In the meantime, if you also have a New Year's resolution, let us know if you're thinking about one or if you have any ideas. Let us know if there's something that you think would be great for everybody to hear that's a good New Year's resolution. 
tell us and we'll uh we'll share it Alrighty, well have a good day night week and work day and we will see you next week see ya